Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out America's Podcast. It's Labor Day. If you're hearing the podcast Tuesday, well, it's because I recorded it on Monday, which is Labor Day. Yes, I am working for you while everybody else is home and relaxing and chilling. I was having a good day on the beach, and I had to come home so I could record Spazzing Out so that I could be here with you guys because we're dedicated to bringing you quality content and sticking up for the American hard-working man, and for everything that's America. That's why it's your podcast. That is why this is America's podcast. I should say from the beginning that I am having a delicious beverage. It is Labor Day weekend, and it's my damn right to have a beverage. I work my ass off all year long. I work hard. I work hard for my company. I work hard for my family. And today is your day. It's our day. It is the working class man's day. We get to enjoy. We get to sit back and we get to have a delicious beverage. I mean, I I probably have delicious beverages all the time, but today I have a reason. It's good to have a reason to have a drink. Now, yesterday, we didn't do the live feed. When we do the podcast, five nights a week, five days a week, we're live on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Yesterday, I didn't do the live stream because I didn't have an opportunity to. I was in transit. I recorded it in my truck. So we did do a half hour yesterday. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. I spent a good 20 minutes ripping on Nancy Pelosi and about the fact that while hardworking Americans are waiting for the government to help them out, Nancy and the Republicans, Princess Pelosi, as we'll call her here on the podcast, on this podcast, she's Princess Pelosi and she has Pelosi privilege. We talked about it yesterday. You can go check it out. My beef with Nancy... Not, not about the hair salon. Of course, we were all upset about the hair salon. It's garbage because she is a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do type politician. But Princess Pelosi, yesterday, agreed very fast with Republicans. She agreed ultra-fast to make sure that her paycheck is going to be cashed, to make sure she gets paid through December. So, no problem, no beef, no filibustering. Boom, Nancy Pelosi says, yep, by all means, we got to get paid, but not the American people. Donald Trump says, sets up and says, well, I'm going to have to pay these people. I'm going to have to do an executive order if you guys can't get your crap together. And he did. And now Nancy and the Democrats are the ones that are stalling. But yet, but yet they had no problem paying themselves immediately. They had no beef there. That'll pass, done, lock it up. The government won't be shutting down because Nancy and all her Democratic buddies need to get paid before you get paid. So plain and simple, Princess Pelosi gets paid, but you don't. But I talked about that yesterday. You can go, you can you can listen to that podcast. I don't want to talk about it again today. It, go back. You can listen to that. We spend plenty of time on Nancy Pelosi. Plus, I spend a lot of time on 18 to 30-year-old lazy asses who are still living at home because their parents raised a bunch of pussies. Subscribe to the podcast. Go to anthonypaziali.com or anthonypaz.com or go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. I'm on all the podcasts. Put in spazzing out, S-P-A-Z, apostrophe N-O-U-T. I'll come up, subscribe to it. Even if you're watching Facebook Live or if you're on Twitter or if you're on YouTube, I still need you to subscribe to the podcast. I need that metric. It helps the podcast grow. It lets Apple know. It helps push me up in the rankings. But we're doing good. We're we're five thousand. I'm sorry, five hundred downloads a day on average now. 
which about a month ago we were about 100. We're growing, uh, what is that, exponentially. It's going up. Thanks to your help. Now, if you're on Facebook right now, share this feed, like my page. If you're on Twitter, retweet this. Follow me. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the page. Okay? The mustache. Let's talk about the mustache. Some people, for those of you who are listening on the podcast and you can't see me, the mustache is back, and I'll tell you why. After I have a sip of my rum, I'll tell you why. Um, this week is is Stan Paziali week in my eyes, coming up the upcoming week. My father, dad, uh, my father, dad, my father died uh, eight years ago this coming week. And every year around this time or on the week when my father had passed away, I, I sport the mustache because my father had a mustache. My dad had a had a had a killer mustache, and it it, it it the thing was massive. I mean, he had the biggest mustache, bigger than Magnum PI. It was legit. So for a week or so, I I keep the mustache in honor of my dad. My dad made me who I am. He was one of the hard workers, uh, most hardworking Americans I've ever met in my entire life. My father was an immigrant from Italy. He came here when he was like 16 or 17 years old. His his father, my grandfather, Alfonso Paziali, brought him over. Uh, my Uncle Ralph, my Auntie Gina, my Auntie Lena, um, and my Aunt Caroline, which I never got to meet because she had passed away before I got to meet her. My my dad is, is now gone. My Auntie Gina is now gone. Uncle Ralph and Auntie Lena are still here. Uh, when they came to America, they assimilated immediately. You had never, ever, ever, ever... Be able to tell that my father was from another country. He spoke perfect English with no accent. He fit. He he assimilated and he got right to work and he worked his ass off. They they all lived in Somerville and he worked so damn hard that he was able to move his ass into Woburn and get himself a single family home so he could raise his five boys so that his five boys could be hardworking, good Americans and better themselves. So, Dad, I love you. We'll probably talk about you a bunch of times this week. I talk about stand stories. All the time. We have stand stories all the time because my life was shaped by this man in a good direction. And I want to share the stories with you in hopes that you too can, what you're probably already hardworking, but you can learn something that I learned. Or you can kind of see why I'm, I, I do the things I do or how the way, I, uh, the, the way I think. But my father, he was a great man. So the mustache, the stash, the stand stash is in honor of my father. Stan Paziali, the late, great American. Great man. All right. Now you know why I have the mustache. I'll be sporting it for a little bit, okay? Let's hit the, let's hit, let's hit the booze. You know, funny thing, my dad never drank. My dad didn't drink. Might have had a little wine once in a while, maybe. But he hardly ever drank, ever, ever, ever. I seen him, honestly, you know what? Someone who's listening right now, uh, Bernie Shedlow who's on here right now, the only time... I ever, ever, ever had a beer with my father or a drink with my father is when Carol Shedlow passed away. This is Bernie's mom. My, and, and, I, and my dad, I'm at the wake, or I'm at the, yeah, I was at the wake, and um, I said to my father, I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to take off. And my dad just looks at me, he goes, you want to get a drink? And I was, I was floored. I was like, whoa, this dude never wants to get a drink. This guy never drinks. And, you know, that's how much Carol Shedlow meant to my father, is that he needed to sit back and, and, and reminisce. I'll never forget it. Literally. Uh, when, when Carol had passed away, I, I, I remember driving there. I got pulled over. I had a, because uh, uh, I, I had my, my teal light was out. And I remember bitching to my dad about it. 
And um, I was bouncing. And I was like, hey, Dad, I'm going to take off. And he was like, hey, you want to... We went to the dark side in Malden. He was like, you want to go... You, you want to go get... Um, you want to go get a beer? And I was like, what? What do you mean? Of course I said, yeah, because I never drank with the man. Ever. Ever, ever. I was like 30-something years old. Um, so we went and had a beer. And that's... I don't even know how we got on that on that story. Probably because I saw Bernie was watching. But my father never really drank. My father smoked, you know. But I, I don't know how much he smoked as he got older. He would he he liked to hit the uh, to to smoke a little weed to mount, to get buzzed get buzzed out as he would say. But great guy, hard working dude. I, I miss the hell out of him. I you know hey uh, Bernie, I miss your mom too. Carol was was always the best. I used to my dad used to rent. From um, the Shedlows in Malden over by Andy's gas station. I think it was on, um, shit, Sylvan Street or something like that. Um, when I was a kid. I mean, I was like five or six when we lived there. A long, long, long time ago. But yeah, that's like the only time my dad, that ever, the only time I ever seen him drink was when Carol Shedlow passed away. All right. Moving on from that. We got some stuff that we do want to have to talk about. And I got to get the hell out of here. Because it's Labor Day, and you guys are cutting into my... You guys. I'm cutting into my family time. We were on the goddamn beach. We're on the beach. And Revere Beach, by the way, is absolutely beautiful. Revere Beach is amazing. Those of you in Massachusetts and throughout the world that garbage on Revere Beach... By the way, Revere Beach, the first beach in Massachusetts. The first designated state beach, or whatever you want to call it. By DCR or DC, I don't know what the hell they call it. The beach is phenomenal. It's getting better up here. They're adding restaurants. They're adding hotels. They're going to have a water park. They're going to have a, a great um, nightlife. The beach is awesome. If, if you have any doubt in your mind about where you want to go and where you want to stay, you should think about coming to Revere Beach. It's I love it here. I am so lucky that I live, I, I mean, I live right on the beach. That, that's what I did all summer long. Bro, all summer long, I have been topless and walking the beach getting drunk. That's what I did this summer. This summer, I drank alcohol with my shirt off on the beach. And it was phenomenal. And I was doing it again today. I'm starting to sweat through my shirt. Um, I was doing it. That's why. I, hold on. I was doing it again today, but I had to come home so that I could do the podcast for you guys. But it, for those of you that can see me, I have a blue uh, shirt on. My neighbor, my mom's, the two moms next door, they bought it for me. So I, I'm, I'm wearing it. But I, uh, the reason that I usually don't wear light colors is I sweat a lot. Look, see, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating to it. But anyways, hey, look, Revere Beach is bomb. It, come up here, Enjoy. Right now, there's great food up here. You got Bianchi's and you got Renzo's, and that place is great. Santorino's or Santorini's, I don't know how to say it. Another really good place. Stay up this way of the beach, right? You don't want to go down to Twist and Shake or whatever that place is called. That's where people get stabbed and shanked, and we're going to get rid of that. But Revere Beach gets a bad name. I, I really love it. Um, and what what a great what a great time to spend the last beach day of the summer on the beach but oh wait I live on the beach I don't have to go to the beach bro I I, I live here All right I got two things three things uh, that I want to talk about we got a douchebag alert that we'll get to I I wasn't going to talk about protesters today uh, I really wanted to talk about today is one of those days where we where we need to uh, talk and recognize talk about and recognize the middle class the, the working class, 
because we're what runs America. The working class is what drives America. Sure, the the billionaires and 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 the companies. We, without them, we might not have jobs. But we but but essentially, we run the country because we work and we do the things that aren't, aren't that no one wants to do. You know, like hey, we clean the toilets. Not all of us clean toilets, but there are the labor guys that clean the toilets and people don't want to clean the toilets. There are the ditch diggers of the world and people don't want to dig fucking ditches. There are the people that carry out bags of crap out of a quarterhouse like I do. And people don't want to do that stuff. So today's one of those days where we need to honor the working class. The guys that work hard. The women that work hard for America to drive America forward. There are people that are visionaries, like an Elon Musk or a... Uh, a Jeff Bezos or a Warren Buffett, um, Bill Gates, those type of people, they have vision. They're, they're visionaries, right? They they drive us, or a Donald Trump, right? they drive us forward. But we execute the work. We get it done. We build the trucks. We build the spaceships. We dig the holes. We build the ships. We drive the trucks. We deliver the food to the grocery stores. We build the homes. We do it. We're the working class. And without us, nothing gets done. And honestly, without us, the government wouldn't even be able to run because it's on our ass. It's on our hard work. We're taxed. We're not taxed the most, right? We, we But if you collectively put all the working class together, we, we put a lot of money back into the government so that they can build roads and the military can get paid and the police can get paid and the schools can get paid. So this is this is our day. And someone said MBTA bus drivers. Listen, Phil, Al, if you're a bus driver, man, 100%. You guys, you guys, anybody that works in the transportation industry, you keep America rolling. Truck drivers, bus drivers, train drivers, without you guys, we got nothing. So just for a second, this a, a cheers or, or an ode to the... You know, to the to the loggers out there, the guys that chop down the trees the, for wood, the recyclers, the, the transportation drivers, the police officers, the nurses, the doctors, and any anybody, the toilet cleaners, the janitors. I don't want to say the janitors are stuck cleaning the toilets, but whatever your job is, this is for you. Thank you so much for working your ass off. I work hard. I work hard alongside you guys. I love this country. God bless you. Here's, here's a quick sip. I sh- should I pour some out for my homies that aren't here? Here's a sip for you. Mm. Shit, I forgot to thank the people who make alcohol. I, sh- I should be praising them. And all the people the, the, that make the ice people that make the ice, thank you for making ice. The alcohol people that make my booze, thank you so much. Because as the podcast grows, I'm going to be into getting, I- I'm going to get into making booze. I'm going to make my own rum. And I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to call it. I already have a name for it. But that will be one of the next things coming in the next year or two. I'm going to come up with my own rum. Uh, because I'm so damn cheap. I don't want to buy it anymore. I just want to make it there. All right. Let's get into a douchebag alert. So that we can get the hell out of here. All right. Let's do it. We have a douche. Douchebag alert. Douchebag in the news. What is a DB alert? A DB alert is when there is someone or, or, or someone's people in the news that have done something so stupid. There's nothing else you can say but call them a douchebag. And on America's podcast, we call out douchebags for doing douchebaggery things and for being douches. In California, uh, first off, you're a douchebag if you have a reveal party. 
Let me start there. Reveal party, you're a douchebag. Whoever created the reveal party is a douchebag. It is another reason to pick the working man's pocket. Another reason to spend money where money doesn't need to be spent. Another reason to show up, waste a ton of money, and aggravate the hell out of a dad that doesn't want to have a daughter, that wants to have a son, and you see a pink plume go in the air, and dad's like, fuck, a daughter. And he, and then you gotta, you gotta, you, your face has gotta go from like, pissed off because people are taking cameras to a smile like, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, fucking pumped. I'm going to have a daughter. It's great. Now, I love my daughter. I love her to death. She means the world to me. I don't love anybody more in this world besides myself than my daughter. She is everything to me. But she comes with a whole line of problems that my son doesn't come with that I didn't want to deal with. She comes with tons of problems. And I blame the reveal party because I had one and they're garbage and they're a waste of money. Why am I talking about reveal parties? Douchebags, and this is the DB alert, douchebags in in, Florida, in California on Saturday had a reveal party with pyrotechnics. Probably not a good idea to light anything on fire in California with temperatures well over 100, with wildfires happening. Probably not the greatest idea, but I get it. The guy's wife is like, oh, you're going to have a reveal party. Everybody's having one, and we're going to have one, too. We need to, we, we got to see the plume of, of whether it's a boy or a girl. It's, it's so important. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not that important. You're not even going to fucking remember it. It's going to be long gone. It, it's not the greatest thing. Now, mine was great. My, my, Kaylee's best friend, Natalie, she did a damn good job. Nat, if you're listening, and I know that you do, thank you. I really do. It, honestly, I appreciate it. It was it was a fantastic day, and you did a great job, and we love you very much. But I can't lie on the program. I can't BS and lie that it's just another garbage day. It's just another BS thing to spend money. It's garbage. It's it, it's ridiculous that that now we have baby. We have, we have, the baby's not even here. We have reveal parties. Then when the baby's about to be here, we have a shower. And then when the baby is born, we have fucking baptisms and christenings. And more money is spent on shit. And what is the working class guy supposed to do? He has to pay for it. The working class man needs up Leanne as well. Leanne, thank you. Leanne and, and, your, and your hubby. Well, I, I, listen, you guys were great. I mean it. I, I listen, it was it was a good time. I'll never forget how panicked that got when my son Narium was like running towards the pool and I was a little bit like, oh no Joe. It was a great time. But there's no BSing that I was ready to have a boy. And I and I and and we cut to like this cake and I thought that it was blue, dude. I was like, yeah. And they were like, no, that ain't the thing yet. I'm like, oh great. Then we get to like something else, and then there's a photo of me of of utter disappointment when I found out that it was gonna be a girl. The look on my face was like, oh, oh. and then I like cranked up the smile. I was like, oh, yeah, woo. Now, but I love my daughter, and I wasn't disappointed to have a daughter. I was just disappointed with the scenario of the, the the direction in which life goes when you have a daughter and the things that you have to worry about. The the you, you you don't want your daughter. Poor Kaylee's watching right now. You don't want your daughter to marry me. I, I'm but listen. I'm a good guy. I'm a hard working dude. But I don't got bank. You want your daughter to marry a millionaire. You want a Kennedy 
When the Kennedy comes rolling through, you're like, yes, yes, you can marry my daughter. A Bush shows up, absolutely. A, a Bill Gates' son, if he had one, yes. Steve Jobs' son, if he had one, absolutely. But Jeff Bezos, like, oh, yeah, Elon Musk, oh, please, please come in. Anthony Paziali shows up and you go, you fucking piece of shit. Kaylee's telling me to shut up. She's upset with me. I'm a good guy. And I love my wife. And honey, you know I love you. So please, I- I'll be quiet on it. But the point that the point really is, you want the best for your daughters, but your sons, you let off the hook. Your sons are, are different because you're hoping that they're going to make a man of themselves. But anyways, we're going on a tangent that, that, that I don't want to... Uh, uh, boys rule, girls drool 100%. We're going on a tangent in a, in a, in a direction that that we don't want to, that I'm not trying to go in, okay? This isn't about reveal parties. It's about, what, what it's really about is that you're having a reveal party, which, again, is just a major-ass waste of money for, for ridiculous reasons. But you're in California, and you feel the need to have pyrotechnics at your reveal party, and this is why you're a douchebag. It's 100-plus degrees out there. Wildfires are decimating millions of acres, or not millions, thousands of acres. And you're putting firefighters' lives at danger and families at danger. And, and I'm, sure, I'm sure it's like a barbecue down there. You can smell the animals for miles. Probably some good eating for those homeless people. You can walk down from Seattle and get a little bite. But what you did, this is what these people did. They set a wildfire... So they, they shoot off there, and I don't even know if it was a boy or a girl, nobody knows. They shoot off a pyrotechnics to decide, to determine whether, the, whether it was a boy or a girl, to let everybody know. And what they did was they started a fire that has now burned 7,000 plus acres, acres of land in two days, and they only have 5%, 5% of the fire is contained. All because you had to have a reveal party. Oh, because you feel like you're so special that everybody wants to know whether you're having a boy. But I don't care if you're having a boy or a girl. I don't give a shit. And I sure as hell don't want to show up with a gift, a a gender-neutral gift, for your stupid-ass reveal party for your damn kid at all. I don't. Please, don't invite me to reveal parties. Don't invite me to fucking showers. None of this shit. And now, another reason not to have them. You've now started a major-ass wildfire. I hope nobody dies. I Honestly, I hope no one dies. I hope you feel like a boob. I hope the husband didn't want to have it. And he goes, I hope the husband's like, I told you so. I told you we shouldn't have had it. This is garbage. I hope the husband is like, told you so. Told you so. So, here's the next part. Is California's now deciding whether or not uh, this is criminal, or wh- whether they should get in trouble. These people should 100% get in trouble. Absolutely. And, and if and if a firefighter dies or someone dies because of the fire, you should fucking jail time, bro. You go to jail. All because what? You need to see the blue fucking plume of smoke. Where if you had a boy, you needed to see the pink. It, it it's so important. I don't know if I'm more upset about the fire or if I'm more upset about reveal parties. I really don't. I'm pissed. Who came up with the reveal party? What douchebag came up with this? Honestly, who are you? You're like the guy. It's probably a dude, you stupid ass. It's, you're like the asshole that's in English class. It's like, oh, hey, Miss McFag, we, you didn't collect the homework. Shut up. 
Shut the fuck up! What is wrong with you? Why would you ever come up with this? Why would you ever sit there and say, Oh, you know, we don't have enough holidays. We don't have enough parties. We don't spend enough money on stupid shit. I'm going to come up. I got a great idea. Reveal party. It's probably, right, some douche. Hey, this is what happened. I'm going to tell you how the reveal party probably. The first reveal party probably started like this. Some guy, right, did something stupid. He was a moron. So he needed to make it up to his wife somehow. And he was like, oh, I got this great idea. He's like, hey, guys, let's let, let's let's make my wife feel really special because she's pissed off at me because we went out ripping it up. And we went to Vegas. We had a good time. And we're going to do this thing. I don't know. We're going to call it a reveal party or something like that. And... Yeah, we're gonna. She doesn't know what it is, but we're gonna fire off pink, and it's gonna be a girl. It's gonna be great. She's gonna love it. And sure as shit, the wife loved it. And then it got on social media, and then every goddamn wife and pregnant bitch for the rest of the world was like, "I wanna have one. I gotta have one." And then you gotta have one for every kid. Every time they get pregnant, you need to have one. Shit, we need to do one at Revere Beach. It's crazy. It's crazy. Everything. I, I'm. I'm. I'm like, dude. We gotta have a, like a reveal party for my rum. I'm like, oh, let's see. What kind of rum is it? Let's have a reveal party. Is it 40% alcohol by volume? Is this gonna be hunt it proof? Hunt it, hunt it. Let's see. Everything has to have party with it. Now, I like to party. We like to party. I like to party. But I don't like to spend money. And that's all a reveal party is. Reveal party is just another way, another marketing ploy, another reason to pick the poor man, the working class man's pocket. Honestly. And now it's caused a major ass fire. So I don't know if I'm pissed about the fire or if I'm pissed just in general because reveal parties, uh, they piss me off. Honestly. They, they, they Reveal parties should be for girls. They should be for women. That's it. A reveal party should just be for the women. If the women want to get together and they want to cut the envelope and be like, oh, oh, it's great. I'm having a girl. I'm having a boy. Oh, good. You guys go do it. The dads will be kicking back. We'll watch some football. We'll have a couple of bevies. We'll, we'll walk around and be like, man, man, give me some cheese pizza. That's what we'll do. We don't need to have reveal parties and all this important crap. We'll deal with what we got. You send me a son, I'll raise that little shit. You send me a daughter, I'll raise her, and I'll, and I'll tell all dudes from here till the end of time to stay the fuck away from her unless you have money. If you can show me that bank account, if you got loot, great. If you're a union worker, get the fuck away from my daughter. Oh, you do? Oh, you work in the union, bro. You want to date my daughter? You work in the... Bye. Get out of here. Oh, you have a podcast? Nope. Get away from my daughter. Nope. Bye. Uh, what, oh, you want a junk removal company? Nope. You're a waiter? Bounce. Eat it. You stay the hell away from my daughter. Get out of here. Oh, oh, wait. Wait, you come from what family again? Who, who's your, your, your dad's what? Oh, you, you, your grandfather's Donald Trump? Come on in. Oh, you, you George Bush, you're fucking. Oh, awesome. Um, Mitt Romney family? Oh, yep, 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 yep. Come on in. Come on in. I'm like, I'm like the dad from coming to America. I'm like, he's got his own money. What do you mean, Dad? He's got his own money. Akeem has his own money. He's a prince. My baby's marrying a prince. He's drinking his drink. He's like, mm. he's got his, when I say he's got his own money, I mean he's got his own money. Fuck Daryl. Akeem. Marry Akeem. That's me. 
Well, I'm fucking McDowell sitting there with my beautiful daughter and 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 Daryl, the hair prince, comes in because he's got loot. I'm like, bro, bounce. Because now my daughter's marrying Akeem because he's the fucking prince of Zamunda and his face is on the money. It's on the money. My daughter's going to marry Akeem. My dad, my daughter's not going to marry the guy who's fucking twisting fucking uh, porn, uh, uh, whatever. You, whatever you're doing, bro, if you're not a prince, get the fuck out of my house. Jesus. All right. There, yeah, that's the douchebag alert. Um, I want to get real quick. Let's get into some something about sports. I, I never, ever, ever, ever in my life thought we'd be talking about tennis on my podcast ever. America's podcast. I never thought we'd talk about tennis, but we have to talk about tennis because of what happened at the U.S. Open. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. I, I, it's Novak Djokovic or Dok, Dokovic or J, I don't know. D-J-O-K-O. I don't know the guy's name. I don't watch tennis, bro. I, I don't watch tennis. But we have to talk about tennis because something happened. Apparently, this no no. no Novak dude is the best tennis player in the world. He was he's expected to win the U.S. Open. He's the number one seed. And uh, when I read the story, uh, my here was my first thought. When I read the story, I was like, absolutely, the guy should have got kicked out, hundred percent. I have no tolerance for unsportsmanlike conduct. Period. None, especially at the high school level. I can't stand when high school athletes lose their temper especially in the direction of a referee or a coach or I can't I can't deal with it. It it shows bad what what it, when when a, when a when a wrestler or when a basketball player or when a football player or whatever sport you're playing loses their their uh they, they can't control their emotion and they've gone off on another player or they've gone off on a coach or they've gone off on a referee. I can't stand it. By so there's no room on my team for that. I, I get out. Just because there's really no room in life for you to flip out on someone like that, you need to be able to check your emotion. You're 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 out there playing. You're playing to win. There is no room for you to be a fucking baby. That's it. You deal with it. The ref does something. You deal with it. That's it. You don't get an unsportsmanlike conduct. You don't get kicked out. You don't because when you get kicked out, you don't get to play anymore, right? When you get kicked out, you lose a team point. When you get kicked out, you fucked everybody else. That's if you're playing a team sport. You've screwed everybody else because you couldn't keep your temper. The coach will handle it for you. If it's a bad call, let the coach deal with it. You don't deal with it. But now tennis is a different sport. Now, when I when I when I first saw it, or when I first read the story, I was like, "Yep, bye, see you later." Because I want to be clear on this. I, I don't have tolerance for for athletes that get in a ref's face or for athletes that throw temper tantrums. You're, you're playing, especially when you're playing at a high level. You're getting paid to play. You have to be professional. You have to go out there to win. And winning, there is no, there's no whining in baseball, right? There's no crying in baseball. There's no bitching. I hate baseball. But there's just none of that. You win. Go out and win. If, if you did something and the ref didn't see it, or if the ref didn't see something and you got busted, tough crap. You got to go out and play. You have to play to win. I can't stand it. It drives me nuts when athletes lose or when something happens and there's a penalty on the field and they talk shit to a ref. If you were on my team, if I were your coach and you said anything to a ref, 
I'd fucking bounce you. I, immediately, you would be off my team. Gone. You'd be done. I, I Honestly, I'd end the match right in the middle of it. I'd say, yep, match is over. You're out of here. There's no room for that. That that's The coach will handle it. Let the coach deal with the ref. If you're not happy with the call, shut up. Get back in the huddle. Or shut up. Get back on the line if you're wrestling. Or it, shut up and just walk away. That's it. Let the coach handle it. You put yourself in a, in a situation where you're going to get kicked out. You put your team in a situation where if you get kicked out, they need you. You put your team, you could lose team points. Absolutely no room in sports for you to be a douchebag. Period. I don't want to hear it. If you're a douchebag like that, you're gone. And you won't play for me. I want I, 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 no exceptions for un, unsportsmanlike conduct. I don't want to hear the shit. Oh, that coach, I lost my mind. I don't, yeah, I don't care. And now you've lost your, your spot on the team. You're out of here. And that'll teach you a life lesson that in the real world, you can't go bonkers on your boss. That in the real world, you can't flip out on a customer. That in the real world, when shit doesn't go your way, you don't flip out. You calmly figure it out or you work through it to be the best. Now, this this is the next step. Uh, I, I saw, so I, I just want to back up a little bit because I saw the video. I saw the video, and I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. I from, from just reading the story, I'm like, this is garbage. Now, I need to see a different angle of the video, because the video that I saw, honestly, didn't even look like he was frustrated. Didn't even look like he was upset. Looked like he just turned and hit the ball to get it out of the way. Like, I, I understand he lost the set. But it didn't look like he hit it in frustration. He certainly didn't hit it at the line, at the lady on purpose. By no means did he hit the, did he, did he flip it at the lady on purpose. And then he didn't flip out on the refs after the ref kicked him out, after the official kicked him out. He was actually a pretty class act. I didn't see any malicious attempt to hit the tennis ball off the court. Now, I don't know tennis, okay? I, I don't know if that's illegal in general. I don't know if you're allowed to hit once the once the play is dead. Are you not allowed to hit the ball again? And that's when the ball person comes in and they grab the ball. You know, they run across like boop, boop, they grab it, boop, they grab it, boop, they grab it, boop, they grab it. I don't know. So I don't know that enough about tennis. All I can tell you is from the video that I saw, I didn't see any anger in his face. I didn't see any frustration. All I saw was him hit the ball off the court. Just to, He's walking by. The ball hasn't been picked up yet. And it seemed like he was trying to just hit it off the court, like, all right, we gotta we gotta swap sides or we gotta we gotta do the new set. And unfortunately, it hit it hit someone. It bounced, it, it hit the lady in the throat. Now, I, I feel bad this lady's getting death threats of people are going after her, and it's, it's kinda, I don't wanna say it's kinda funny, because I I don't know how bad it hurt. I, I don't I don't and here's the tough part, right? You can't say anything because it was a woman. You can't say, oh, this is garbage. It's a big deal. You got hit in the fucking throat with a base, with the, with the tennis ball. Referees get hit. Uh, umpires get hit all the time by 100 mile an hour fastballs. All the time. So you can't say anything. I can't be offensive here. I can't say, are you fucking kidding me? You took a tennis ball to the throat and this guy doesn't get to win his fucking championship because you got to get ushered off? I can't say that. I might get canceled. How dare I say that, God forbid, you got hit in the fucking throat with the tennis ball that this guy's got to get bounced. So I changed my stance on it and I believe that it's garbage. I feel like the officials robbed this guy of his opportunity to win his 18th Grand Slam or whatever the hell it is that he's going to win. I, I think it's BS. BS. 
The ball didn't look like it was going that fast. I feel bad for the lady that she got hit in the throat. But it's, it's fucking come on. You're playing sports. You're going to get hit. So you got hit with a ball, suck that shit up, and get the fuck back out there. But you can't say that. And I'm guessing that's why they disqualified him. I'm guessing that uh, Novak was disqualified because the ball hit a woman and the woman got cutted off. And because everybody's so sensitive now, they're going to think he uh, balls. Oh my God, a ball hit her in the face, hit her in the neck. They're going to think real balls, like like guys, dicks and balls hit her in the face. Oh, we got to get her off. They get all fucking freaked out because it's a lady. Look, I don't know if she got hurt and if she did, I, I, I'm sorry. All I can tell you is this. Under the circumstances, I don't think it was uh, uh, unsportsmanlike. I don't think he even hit the ball off the court in anger. I think he just hit it to get it off the court. That's how I saw it in the video. By no means should he have been kicked out. By no means. And I am someone that I'm, I'm harsh. I've been harsh plenty of times over the year with, with over the years with, with, with my best friend and his kid about some of the shit that might have happened. I'd be like, dude, that's garbage. How could you ever let your kid do that? There are so many things that, that bother me uh, that, that parents or that coaches let their players get away with that I would never deal with. I'd be like, bro, get your kids off my team. I don't care if I had no kids left. I would not put up with that shit. Bye. See you later. Same thing in professional sports. Bill Belichick never put up with crap like that. But I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he did it on purpose. I honestly think he just hit it out of the way. Uh, we're getting a, a, a someone's calling in the middle of the podcast. So you you got to love that when that happens. But good thing we're not on this. So who, who the fuck? I should have answered the phone. Who calls you on Labor Day? Who, what kind of a business or person, I don't know who that was, so I'm sure it was a business call. Who calls you on Labor Day, bro? Bro, it's Labor Day. It's Labor Day. Don't call me on Labor Day. I'm not working today. America is closed today, bro. I ain't working. This is my day off. I'm enjoying. What kind of an asshole? You, we should sound off the DB alert for you calling someone on Labor Day. Bro, it's 4.30 on Labor Day, and you're calling me? What? What, bro, you got some work you need me to do? Call me tomorrow, bro. I'm American. I'm like every other American on the planet. I'm enjoying a delicious beverage, doing my podcast, and ain't no way in hell I'm picking up so that I can do work or to care about work right now. I'll care about work tomorrow. Idiot. I should have picked up. I Really, I should have just picked up the phone and been like, hey, bro, what's up? And he'd be like, oh, hey, uh, wait, I'm just... Trying to see if you want some of this. Yeah, bro, don't ever call me ever again on Labor Day. Ever. Ever. Don't ever call me on Labor Day. Don't. You shouldn't be calling me anyways because I don't want any. But don't call me on the very holiday. Our holiday. America's holiday. The working class man's holiday. Don't call me. Don't call me. Fuck the tennis players. Don't call me. Don't call me in the middle of America's podcast to try to sell me something, bro. This is, this is fucking Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. It's our holiday. What an asshole. All right, last topic, and then we're going to be done with this. Um, my, my neighbors are, are, are out drinking. Look at dude. I'm sweating my ass off, huh? And enjoying. I wasn't going to talk about Black Lives Matter. I wasn't going to talk about protesting today, but I have to because there was a story in the news that must be talked about. And I will wrap it up quick because I, I'm just sick and tired of talking about protests that are not protests anymore. 
a disgusting act happened in Philadelphia, and it, it, I, I hope it gets more media attention. I hope I am not the only, hold on, I hope I am not the, oh, my, my phone's all messed up. I hope I'm not the only person in the site. I, I mean, I'm so-called media. I really haven't made it yet. When I, when I do make it, maybe I'll, maybe people will listen to me. But I hope I'm not the only person that's talking about this. I hope that it's a bigger problem. And I hope a lot of people bring this to light. In Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh, there was a Black Lives Matter rally or protest. And now listen, these protests cease to be protests the second criminal act takes takes act okay so if you're a protester and you do anything that breaks the law you are no longer a protester you are a criminal and i'll say that again if you are at a protest and you are a protester the second you break the law right you go past the civil disobedience uh, gray area there and you do something that is criminal you are now a criminal and no longer a protester. You've now done a disjustice or disservice to the cause of social justice. You have now become a scumbag and you now deserve to be arrested. Or at least if I were there, I might have got up and I might have punched you in the face for what happened. A elderly couple, fucking old, bro. Not like, not like 60 old, like 70 old. Like old ass people. Mattled, like you know, so old that they just look frail, like you they can't even you're like, oh man, can this dude even walk? Can his wife even walk? Is this the last time they're ever gonna have a dinner together? That's the that's how old these people look. Old, old, an old ass elderly white couple is having a meal right there outside dining at a place in Pennsylvania, and the Black Lives Matter protest crap comes by, and of course these people, these so-called protesters that are no longer protesters, the second they break the law, you are a criminal. So these criminals go up to this couple that's like 70s in their 70s frail, trying to enjoy the last meal they might ever have. Might have been their last supper. Gets in their face with a megaphone and says, fuck white people. Fuck white people. Fuck you. Fuck white people. Fine. Listen, you want to be a douche and you want to use your words and you want to yell at an old couple? Fine, you scumbag. Real tough. But then they take it a step further. They grab their alcoholic beverages. Probably the last beer this dude's ever going to have. They take his beer. They drink his beer. They drink his wife's beer. They rattle him. Not like, yeah, I mean, they're probably scared of shit. You got like 20 people in your face yelling at you. And then they grab your beer off of your table. They drink it and they smash the glass. They smash the glass. Real tough. Real tough. I didn't want to talk about it, but I have to talk about it. Bro, right here. I live on Revere Beach. Bring that shit to fucking Renzo's, bro. Please. I'm begging you. Bring it to Renzo's. I want you to bring your fucking criminal protest to Renzo's while I'm out there having a drink. And I want you to come up to me and say to my face, fuck white people. Please, I'm begging you. I'm telling, bro, I'll, I'll finish my slice of cheese pizza and I will fucking smash your head with the pan. I, w- I would love you to come and grab my beverage off of my table and smash it. I would, I'm dying for it, bro. I'm a 40-year-old, pimped-up fucking motherfucker, riding Peloton every single day, bro. I'm ready. I'm telling you, I'm ready for you. You, you criminals. You're not protesters. You're not, you are not for social justice. If you were for social justice, you wouldn't be up in an elderly person's face, in an old person's face, telling them, fuck white people. I'm telling, please, come 
come come to me. And I don't want to see the country divided anymore. I don't. I, I, I back that up. I don't want to see division in this country. I want us to be together. All of us. Solid. One people. One nation. United. In America. Right here. All of us together. Whites. Blacks. Asians. All of us. But there's this group of bad people that are going around, that pretend like they're in the guise of protesting, but you're criminals, and you take it too far. And when you get into an elderly person's face, I got a problem with that. When you get into a kid's face, I got a problem with that. When you, you're just a pussy, man, all I gotta tell you is you come here, you come right, I'll be up at Renzo's anytime you want. Anytime. Anytime I'm having a drink, come to me. Say it to me. Don't go say it to some old ass dude that they can't defend himself, because I'm telling you, 20 years earlier, 20 years earlier, the guy was 50, he would have dusted your ass, because he's from the old generation, I'll bet you that dude would have beat your ass six ways from fucking Sunday, had he been 20 years younger, but now he's like 70, 77, 75, he can't do shit, he got, he's got a bunch of people in his face, he's with this girl, probably his wife, he's with his sweetheart, with his sweetheart, enjoying a bevy, and you walk up, and you tell them white people suck, right? Fine, fine. You say what you want to say, bro. Say what you want to But then you grab his drink, you drink his beer, and then you smash it. Pussy. You're a coward. You people are cowards. Anybody that does something like that to an elderly person is a coward. And, and anybody that sits there, and I'm a pussy. I'll tell you this right now. I'm one of the biggest bitches on the planet. I'm a baby. I don't want to get hit. I hate getting in fights. I haven't been in a fight since I was a kid. I'm not a violent person. I know I come across as maybe I'm violent because I yell and I scream. I'm just passionate and I'm upset. And you should all be upset. Everybody, all communities should be upset by this. The African-American community and the Black Lives Matter community should be embarrassed when, when they're represented in this manner. If you want social justice... Do it the proper way. Do it the right way. Get out there, protest, be heard. 100% you should be heard. I'm for social justice. I want us all to be equal, every single one of us. If I'm the better man for the job, I get it. If you're the better man for the job, you get it. That's it. You work harder than me, you win. That's what America is all about. America is all about opportunity, but you got to stand up to the opportunity. You don't just get victory, you got to win it. And winning victory is not going after some old ass fucking old bro. I don't want anything to do. I don't want anything. I want nothing to do with somebody. I have nothing in common. And I want nothing to do with somebody that goes after weak people. I don't want to beat the lonely ass rat. I want to beat the goddamn lion. I want to come after the toughest guy in the fucking room. Not the pussy. So, if you think white people... If you think fuck white people. And you think I'm going to take their drink. And I'm going to smash it. Next time you do it. Do it to me. Come to me and do it. You know what? Next time you're going to do it, I want you to go fucking find some young, young white guy drinking his beer with his young wife, and I want you to do it to him. Let's see how that goes. Oh, you won't, because you're a fucking pussy, because you're a bitch, because you are a bitch. I'll be, I'm up at Renzo's a lot. We're all outside dining, bro. I want you to come up there. And I want you to come and I want you to see a nice, young, a 41-year-old dude who's just trying to have a good time with his wife and have a, have a slice of pie. Slice of pizza, cheese, always cheese. And I want you to come over and I want you to fucking look me dead in the eyes and I want you to tell me, fuck you. And then I want you to drink my beer. And then, I wanna, and then I'm going to show you. Then I'm going to fucking show you what's up. That's it.
You like that? Like I'm real tough. Like big tough guy behind the mic. It just drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. I, I won't stand for it. 40-year-old versus 40-year-old, I'm, I'm out, dude. I ain't getting involved in your business. Kid against an adult, I'm going to stick my head in it. Elderly person versus a young uh, uh, adult, I'm going to stick my head in it. It's disgusting. The second, the second you do something like that, you are no longer a protester. You are criminal. You are a criminal. I want nothing but unity in this country, but it's so hard to unify. It's so hard to sit back and be quiet about it. And it's so hard to not say something. It's so hard for me not to be like, yeah, I'm really upset that the, that you think you can harass an elderly couple. I understand there's tough things going on, man. I'm not saying there's not. There's a lot of tough shit. Life is tough. But going after a fucking 70-year-old something man and his wife while they're having dinner? You're a pussy. You're just a fucking pussy. All right, that's it. Spazzing Out is over for the night. Thank you so much for listening to America's podcast. I really appreciate it. I really do. No joking aside, I'm, I, I'm for unity. I love this country. I love everybody. I love you all. I, I want us all to be kumbaya, but I know that we can't be. And I know that we all have our differences and we don't see eye to eye on certain things. And things are tough and bad things happen and there are bad people that do stupid shit all the time. All the time, but it's up to us. It's up to us to try to unite the country, to try to keep it equal, and to try to make sure that we don't allow people to say that we are racist and that we don't allow people to say we're not for equality because there are bad people. Do you understand what I mean there? There are bad people that do stupid shit. Doesn't mean that the majority of us are bad. We want a united country. We want to stand together. We all want the same thing opportunity and the ability to work our ass off to to live up to the opportunity that's been given to us all right thanks for listening to america's podcast later